I'm Andy Lee. You're listening to Off The Wall, the Game of Thrones podcast from Off The Ball. You're very welcome along to Off The Wall. It is episode two and we are less than one week away from season eight of the greatest TV show ever made. This show is brought to you with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland and as ever, Andy Lee and Tommy Rooney are in studio. How are you lads? How are you doing? Are you excited? Getting there, getting yeah. there very close now. Christmas Eve sort of vibe? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like it's been a long night, a very long night. It certainly has. <laughs> Winter is Over here and it's cold. days, maybe two years, so... Every, with every trailer, you're just getting a little bit more um, excited. Mm. It's been a real Westeros winter the last two years. Um, you watched, we all watched the most recent trailer, and it's mm. uh, the one that dropped last week in particular, sort of gave us very heavy hints as to where certain people might go and certain character arcs. Uh, before we get into that, though, I should mention this. Uh, this is our uh, map in the studio. It is uh, a map of Westeros. Uh, we have stuck to just a certain part of it, which may be a bit of conjecture. We're, we're screwed, basically, if everybody goes back to Essos. Yeah, uh, over here. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've, we've taken a bit of a gamble that all the action is going to be uh, going on here. Uh, we're going to be adding all the faces of all the characters, uh, or most of the important ones anyway, onto this map very, very shortly indeed. You can see Tommy there with uh, the little Theon here. head in his hand. Or, um, or Reek, or is he Theon again, or is he Reek? He is certainly Theon. You're, so you're still back in season four, thinking, are you? You're in season five now. Season, okay. The end of season four. You'd want to get a bit of a, a well, move on. Well, she'd want to get a move on, I'm okay. Yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll make sure she hurries up. Yeah. Um, sorry, so, trailer. Mm. We've learned a lot, particularly about Daenerys. Well, a couple of trailers were released, and then a teaser, but in the trailer, it was mostly footage from the previous initial trailer, and then... Um, with a couple of extra scenes added, and two of them are really interesting. One, maybe not so much, but it hints at... Well, we've got to give full spoilers before we start. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Spoilers, spoilers and conjecture and conspiracy <laughs> theories and uh, mentions of Reddit threads. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a shot in the, in the new trailer where it's Varys, um, Tyrion and Davos Seaworth, mm. and they're looking up in amazement, and you know they're looking at a dragon... Um, they're on the they're on the kind of on the battlements at Winterfell, um, but they look very surprised. Mm. So to me, I'm thinking that's John riding a dragon. Hmm. Like, because why would they be surprised? They've seen many dragons. They've seen the dragons fly so much. Have they seen the ice dragon? Yeah, but it's daytime. So I would say like the, the kind of comes in the night and it's co- yeah, like, when he comes, dark, it's it's cold, it's yeah. night. Yeah, like, he brings the winter, and there was like this quite a bright bright winter's day up in Winterfell, and they're like. And there is scenes of the dragon, the two dragons flying around in the trailer, which is the, from the first trailer, but they could have CGI'd, CGI'd out uh, Danny and Jan riding them, mm. because that would be a huge spoiler. Mm. Do you think people have the knowledge of how all this works to know that if John is riding a dragon, what that actually means? Because we know as the audience what that means, because he is one of the only people who are capable mm. of doing so. But did they actually understand that? Well, they teased it because he was able to touch Drogon, wasn't he, mm. in season seven? And that kind of surprised Daenerys. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, it means he's a, he's a dragon rider, you know. And there's was Tyrion not able to also touch a uh, dragon? He kind of, yeah, but see, there's also another theory behind that. Is Tyrion's a secret Targaryen. Mm, like, definitely hinted at he doesn't know he's Targaryen, that he's that mad King Ares, Daenerys. How, how would that come out though? Like Sam, Sam obviously discovers John's lineage. Gonna, they probably won't find out now. Not in the show. Any, not in the show. It's hardly time Maybe to find out the Tyrion's. That's a kind of a book. Uh, yeah. Book uh, theory. Tyrion's a Targaryen. Well, he's either a Targaryen or a traitor. 
Well, yeah. Might be a Twitter poll, actually. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments if is he more Targaryen or more traitor. Uh, so what? So we, we're thinking Jon so Snow. So anyway, that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Jon Snow's riding a dragon. And mm. I think it's a good shout because there's scenes where they come up and uh, you can see like the dragons are sitting in, the, in some icy land and they've eaten a, a few animals and then they're approached by Daenerys and Jon. And I think after that, they ride them, you know. So I think that's... But the really interesting one um, from the other trailer, which was... It's more or less been confirmed by one very, like, sleuth or whatever, like, eagle-eyed redditor. We don't know who it was. I'm sorry for not to credit them, but <laughs> they identified that, that there's a scene where John is kind of faces in in uh, portrait, kind of silhouette, and he kind of steps back, and you see Daenerys to his side, and she's standing in front of a fireplace, and it's the same fireplace from the season seven in Dragons in Dragonstone. So that means that's that's got huge implications. That means mm. that that's the image there. We're <coughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. So she is in front of the fireplace in Dragonstone. There, um, we'll put that up. Will we? We'll put it on screen. Yeah, crisis yeah. trigger on Reddit. And like Dragonstone is down here. Mm. So somewhere. And then you got Winterfell up here. Up for anybody here. who can see. And so does that mean they lose the battle at Winterfell? That this leads on to. The teaser that was released yesterday—it was called Aftermath. You got excited about that one. I was pretty excited. Well, it was uh, like it's all symbol. I don't think it's, it's probably not. It can't be actual footage from from the, from the season, but it, it's, it's a lot of symbolism, obviously. And it showed basically all of the main characters who are fighting in the north. It, it, it foreshadowed their deaths or their demise. Like it showed uh, Tyrion's hand of the queen. Badge that was given to him by Daenerys. It showed Jamie's hand. It showed Arya's sword needle. It showed um, Bran's wheelchair. It also showed like a raven's feather, or that could have been Lyanna's, Lyanna's feather, the one that Rob Ruffian placed there in season one. And it showed Daenerys' chain with the with the three-headed dragons. And then the big one at the end. It showed Longclaw. And there was some. It's been enhanced and brightened online, and you can see like there's a figure coming through the arch. At Winterfell, and it looks very much like the Night King. I know for a fact you spent like hours going through this trailer because <laughs> naturally we have a Game of Thrones WhatsApp group here to discuss topics and what we're going to be talking it, about. Watch and watch a message watch comes in: Danny's pin, John's sword, uh, this and that. What does it mean? <laughs> so, I, I, I don't, I'm like, it's too much. Like, if that can't be actual footage, I don't think from the season because. Would be, all those things would be perfectly placed. Maybe the long claw part is this John, John Sword. Mm. Um, but, like, what does it obviously means that they've lost the Battle of Winterfell and does John lose his sword, which will be huge, mm. you know? Um, the sword which he got from Joe Marmont. And um, it's the, you know, those things are so sim symbolic in. in it within the world of Game of Thrones. How is that battle going to go? Like, what is the tactic that wins that battle? It is, it is the... Well, also in the trailer, the new trailer, there's a shot of Winterhead from above, and you can see they've got the dug trenches now around Winterfell. Right. So that's obviously part of their defence. But, like, you look at the fighters that they've got in the north now, Jamie, Brienne, Arya, Jon, uh, Bronn, maybe Bronn, we think Bronn, um, You've basically got all the best fighters there. Two dragons. Well, that's the key part. The Hound, you know, pos probably Beric Dondarrion, Dolores Ed. You got all these guys there. So I'm probably missing out some of the best fighters. They're going to be in the north. And they're going up against a bunch of zombies who will be easy enough to kill, you think. 
Just that the, there's so many of them. With the dragon soul. Um, they have one dragon versus two dragons. Um, so it's like, I don't know. It's going to be so interesting. I think the Night King has a surprise yet. And all, we'll see, like, you know, I don't know. We talked last week about um, finding out the motivation of the White Walkers. And mm. it's been um, <clears throat> there's been another leak, <laughs> so spoilers here on red on Reddit that I read that there's a message left on the wall, some symbols or some sort of message left on the wall at at uh, at Black Castle, Castle Castle Black. That's left by the Night King as he comes through. Right. So that's in that's hugely interesting. So maybe that's I don't know if that's. Night King was here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two K nineteen. It's um, well, hold on, hold on. You're saying spoilers. Yeah. We don't know. We don't, we don't know what season eight. Like. We don't so, know what. Well, this is all. Yeah, it could all be. It could all be like and well, anything with the Tyrion um, betrayal, which I failed to mention last week. The showrunners did shoot false scenes. Did they? They, they shot scenes. Even yeah. the casting didn't even know if they were real or not. And it was for. Um, for people to see, because there was so much, so much security that everyone was there. Paparazzi, there was drones. Yeah. There was like a no-fly zone over the sets and stuff like yeah. that. And um, I should say, we're going to be speaking to Marco Donovan, Irish roar, later on. He might have a spoiler or two for us. Probably because signed a non-disclosure. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine he has. <laughs> I was talking to him in the build-up. I, I can't give on away, and I was like, well, look, Mark, we, we won't press you on it. But if there's anything you can tell him. Well, he's play? basically been an extra for anybody who doesn't know the Marco Donovan story. He will get the full story from him yeah. later. And if he's playing a wildling. That'll be interesting. People from, people from Skibreen are wildlings anyway, Andy. <laughs> he, was, he was an extra in season six, and he's an extra again. I think he's... Where are they going to be rowing? Is it going to be in... Uh, well, this is actually a key point I want to make. Where are they going to be in the water? They'll row down. Well, we'll get... Um, row down the Dragonstone. We, we may actually come up with a couple of tactics for how we're going to win the war when, mm. once we get to, to the map. And uh, we'll do that in, in just a moment, I guess. I thought you were uh, on the Night King side. Uh, well, I'm on the Night King side, but I want to see a good battle. Okay. I, I want, like, the, the, the Night King victory will kind of be the most satisfying end, wouldn't it? Get rid of everybody. Like get rid of all the humans. The league final in the Gary Football of the weekend. What did he say? He said, uh, I won't carry the win, but you know, I'd like to go battle with Mayo. And what happens? Mayo bloody win. So, you're really hoping for the Night King? Like, well, yeah, I think uh, we've, we've been treated to so many great, horrible moments <laughs> that the only way to get more horrible is if the Night King wins. And uh, we may as well crack on with it uh, in terms of where everybody is. And uh, we want to start with. Um, this is basically yeah, a geological catch up, I guess, isn't it? And mm -hmm. their motivations of where they're going and just. Like the, one of the biggest criticisms over the last few seasons is this teleportation that the characters were able to make because this is like, you know, to go from here to here would take you at least three or four weeks by mm -hmm. horse, you know. But they're able to do it three several times during an episode, <laughs> and uh, there seems to be no passing of time, you know. So, um, but I guess we're beyond that now at this stage, and we just want to get an end to the story and find out what what the end game is. We'll start. We'll go uh, start from the north and go down to the south. Yeah. Yep. So uh, let's start with the Viking then, I guess. Uh, Andy, well, place it there on the map. We where saw he is. him. Boom. Him and his army with Viserion reaching the wall at Eastwatch by the sea, and that's it. He's going to come down. And the, and the places that's he, like they got Carhold and the last half here. These are like these are strongholds of the Umbers and of uh, the Carstarks and the Dreadfall, which was. 
um, historically where the Ramsey Bolton and the Boltons lived. So he could probably take out these guys on the way down, maybe Homewood, but, and then build his army, like add to his army, take all those guys. Because you saw ne uh, John um, forgive the Karstarks, Ned Umber, uh, young Ned Umber, what's it, young Ned Umber? The Karstarks and um, Alice Karstark um, in season seven, he kind of forgive them for their father's sins because they, they sided with the, with the Boltons. And so that kind of just set them up to get killed in season mm. season eight. That's the only reason they were brought in on season seven. What sort of size army does he need to conquer? Does he just need to, to take just a little bit more in the north and maybe whatever civilians are left over in Winterfell? We don't know how many he has. But yeah, he, like he, it's just like, I don't know, he'll just keep growing and growing and growing. It's, it's a virus almost, isn't it? And there's some, um, yeah, it's just a virus that he's going to come down and take take all these 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 strongholds and then add them, and then eventually get to Winterfell, where at the moment when we last saw them, it was uh, Sansa, mm -hmm. uh, Breen, of course Bran is there, Arya and Sam, along with a lot of others, along with a lot of others. Um, I should say, if anybody, anybody in the podcast, you can head on to youtube.com forward slash off the ball to actually see this in action. But we'll describe it to you anyway. Uh, we've got uh, five characters here. Uh, well, six. There's, there's two in, in the, the one little counter here so far uh, at Winterfell that we're focusing on. And uh, this is all up to date. This is where we last saw them. They are, they are going to have new additions soon. Mm. Well, there's a lot on the way. Mm. We saw that, that, like, we last saw Danny, John, and Tyrion. They were uh, uh, sailing from King's Landing. Mm -hmm. Here they were sent to White Harbor, which is up here, um, and they thought it would be a, sh a sign of unity and strength if they arrived together. But also marching um, is all their allies, which is well. We don't know if they're on the boat or if they're marching, but this is a uh, Grey Worm. I, I wouldn't think Grey Worm would lead Danny's side, so I assume no. he's on the boat. Varys. I don't think he liked the road too much, so I'd say he's on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and so Davos, he's beside John, so I'd say he's on the boat as well, you know. So we've got a touring party here. Yeah, and then the rest of them, the rest of the Unsullied, the Dragons, um, the Dothraki, they're marching from King's Landing all the way up through the Twins and eventually to the to Whitehab where they re reunite. Jamie is also... Well, we've got to put the, the other two. I wouldn't think Jorah would leave Danny, and but I'd say the Hound is probably marching somewhere up here to reunite with them. Um, Jamie's also on on the march. He's mm, just left, left King's Landing. Left King's Landing last or so. He's on the outskirts of Harrenhal about now. I'd say he's probably two years tra two years traveling. He's got as far as Harrenhal. <laughs> he's on the ruins of Harrenhal. Um, Bronn, we don't know what he's where he's going to go and where he comes into it. He's now certainly in the season because the actor's been involved in all of the promo. Mm. Um, but he'll probably rejoin Jamie at some stage. I'd say he will join. Unless C Cersei actually gives him a castle, this promised castle that he's been waiting for. Which for one's he going to get? I don't know. They did give him a castle uh, and, a, and a wife and a lordship. But then it kind of got reneged, didn't it? And yeah. It went, Went down to <laughs> went down to dawn with with Jamie on that mission to rescue Marsala. Um, but, so he'll come in somewhere, but he might end up staying with Cersei. We don't know yet. We don't, we don't know. He hasn't really made too much of an appearance in any of the trailers. But mm. He's involved. 
Cersei, of course, is in King's Landing with, with the mountain and with Kyburn mm -hmm. and the Lannister forces, whatever's left of them. They're waiting on the arrival of the Golden Company, which will be coming from Essos or from, from Koho, which is where they were first established. Um, this man is on the way. He's bringing them, so he'll be coming across the Narrow Sea. That's um, Euron Greyjoy. Fear on Greyjoy, we last saw on Dragonstone with John, and he was on a mission to go rescue his sister. So he's going to he, show up in King's Landing eventually. He's somewhere around here. Yeah, he's going to. I think there might be an ambush by. There might be an ambush by Theon. Or when 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 Euron eventually does deliver the Golden Company to Cersei, mm -hmm. and he's he's boats are docked in the harbour, the ships. I think Theon may make a kind of an ambush and and either steal away Yara on her own or take the ships with him and then Euron loses his fleet. S -s -some, something like that I could see playing out. Right. Because so I, I think Theon does eventually get involved in the Battle of Winterfell. Do you think, think that or have you seen, have you seen him I think pop up? He, I'm not sure if he appears in the trailer but for some reason I think he's there. I think he has to find, he still needs some sort of redemption, you know. And finally, um, we're not sure where she is in the story, Melisandre, but I, she has a big role to play, I think, in the endgame, because she's obviously a believer in the Lord of Light, um, she's the fire god, and it's a song of ice and fire, and I think she will come, maybe, maybe it'll be like the Lord of the Rings, where, you know, the, the Knights of Aragorn turn up at the end. <laughs> And she'll turn up with a huge army of, of, of uh, followers of Valor, and she'll turn up in Winterfell, maybe the end of episode three, and win the battle or save <coughs> Danny and them, some of the main characters who escape with, with Mark O'Donovan. With Mark O'Donovan. Down to Dragon. Rowing down. Great rower, actually, so <laughs> they'll get down there quickly. Right, let's. Um, let me think. So, we're going to. This is clearly going to become a situation where. This this, re, this um, reunion is going to happen very quickly. This is probably episode one where episode we're, we're, we're one. Yeah, I don't think there's any that. more. That I think we'll find them all here, and then a bit of chitter chatter, and then they eventually, which we've already seen in the trailer, they get, they all get up to. Cool. Which, so let's, let's let's move them all up there for yeah, the time being. Yeah. We're also going to see Euron come to King's Landing in episode one with the Golden Company. That's going to happen in episode one. Yeah. Um, so after that, then. We're going to have uh, the onslaught from the Night King and uh, his army soon. So we're, we think episode three, the battle is going to happen. Mm. Uh, before that battle happens, is there anything that this crew here can do to stop the impact of the White Walkers and the Night King? I do wonder if the best option is just to retreat. Do they let Winterfell go and retreat? Well... Uh they, they will, but they, they, they will want to defend it because it's their home, and it's, it's it's their ancestral home. It's probably one of the oldest castles in in the in the world of, of Westeros or Planetos. Um, it's been there since the beginning of the First Men, um, who the, the Starks are descended from. But but I there's no water around Winterfell. They need to get to water. <laughs> yeah, they need they to all, all retreat to, to the Iron Island that's over here. Well, the, the Iron Island. Uh, well, hang out. personally, I think they should just all well, go. Nothing through. grows in the way. Yeah, they should, why don't they just sail across? Yeah, or fly across. Daenerys could do a little taxi service across to the. But I guess they want to fight for the living, and this is a high, densely populated island. You know, world of people, and and these guys taking upon themselves. 
to defend and fight for the living. That's John's, John's whole goal. A lot of the living are going to get slaughtered in this. There is no way they can possibly... Like, we can talk about tactics all day long, but ultimately what it is is two versus one. And all we've got to worry about here is the dragons. the dragons. What can the great fighters that you talk about actually do when it comes to wielding power in a battle that involves dragons? Hmm. Nothing, really. Well, Gendry's there. He's a smith. He's been forging, apparently... Uh, weapons from dragonglass or dragonglass tip spears and those will be against the whites and the white walkers those will be effective mm. we don't know what can kill a, a nice dragon we don't know yet maybe it's just another dragon can only kill a dragon we'll have to wait and see um, one thing I'm interested about and I wonder what you guys think about this is um, characters from previous seasons who died in the north coming back and appearing as whites do you think we'll see Hoda zombie Hoda Forgot about all this. This is, of <laughs> see, this, is the, this is my fault. This is my idea where they kill. Like apparently, if you don't burn your dead in the north, they will come back as as whites. Yeah. Mm. So why didn't they just go beyond the wall, kill some guy who was who was judged to have been a murderer or whatever it may be, kill him and let him become resurrected and then drag him back instead of going all the way north like, and, and losing a dragon. Well, that would be very smart <laughs> and uh, also going all the way north with a huge army that they didn't need. Well, a huge army is in like more people than they required in one of the most stupid ploys of all time. The thing, we, the thing, the one guarantee we can make is that whatever uh, tactical route they go down in the Battle of Winterfell in Episode 3, it won't be as stupid a tactic as going beyond the wall to go get uh, a White Walker. It just doesn't make any sense. So They need the, the, the dug trenches, they need fire. Fire stops whites. Mm -hmm. They need fire as much as they can get it. And if there's any possibility of getting... Um, obviously, the dragon fire and then the stuff that Cersei burnt us up with. The next thing we need to get into here is the ultimate betrayal that is going to happen from Cersei. This is not a spoiler or conjecture. We know it from the, the end of the last episode that she is not on board with this plan. She's going to stab them in the back at every given opportunity. She is not leaving King's Landing. So... See, this is the part where Jaime can undo Tyrion. There'll be, probably be some conflict there because Jaime's come up to fight for the living. He's mm. saying in the trail he's promised to fight for the living and he's going to. That's what he's going to do. But if Tyrion's telling them that... Like, Tyrion's made this off-screen deal with Cersei and saying, I'm... I'm going to vouch for you, so I'm going up here and tell them that you're going to send the forces, and you don't send the forces. So Tyrion's going to go up there and vouch for Cersei, because they've gone back now mm -hmm. to the north with the belief that Cersei's going to send the troops on Tyrion's word. But then Jamie's going to follow on and say, she's not sending anything, you know? So... There's kind of like a, a triangle of betrayal here. Mm. Tyrion to betray his friends in the north. Jamie to betray Tyrion, not that he's betraying him, not that there's any loyalty there to be betrayed. And then, I don't know, it's, it, one of them is going to go down, Jamie or Tyrion. Does it yeah. become a, a battle of the brothers in some respect? Well, has to, I think there has to be, like, between the Lannisters, there has to be some sort of... I'm not sure if either Jamie or, or Tyrion dies in the north, because I think that's an unresolved story then, because it's, that they're huge players, the, the Lannisters, the remaining Lannisters, the last three Lannisters left. And... They have to kind of resolve that, you know, the family issues. And who is the Valencar? Who is the little brother who will kill Cersei? Mm. It's one of them. The Golden Company, when they come, what are they going to do? They're going to... I think... Now, this is another theory. Um, I think they're going to betray Cersei. Right. I think they're going to turn side because they are historic... They, they, were, they were formed by a Targaryen, by a Targaryen bastard. 
Aegon Rivers. Um, he was banished from Westeros. He went to Cawar and into Essos, and he established Golden Company. And they're, they're known as the biggest and the best cell salt company in, in, the, in the world of Planetos, that they, they never, the word is golden, they never break a contract. But I think they might, for the first time ever, and it will be huge if they take the nearest side, eventually turning on Cersei. Why would they still have loyalty to that Targaryen? I don't know. In the books, they end up following Aegon Targaryen. So the show, I don't know, they have some form there. Why would they be, because maybe they'll get up there and they realize that we're in, we're in against a load of zombies and deads, dead people and whites, that why don't we just, like, we're gonna forget following Cersei for money because this is our life. So we'll see. I think like the one good thing, well, one thing that's been teased that they have uh, huge elephants. So I would like to see a few elephants going, going into battle. But I, I hate to simplify it again. Ultimately, the big battle here, and the, there's only three beasts that matter, and they're all dragons. Yeah, like but elephants also, don't stand a chance. The White Walkers, the Whites, they have white, white giants. You know, yeah. the big giants. You talked about ice spiders. They we have saw, ice spiders. Well, we already saw a polar bear last season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for, I know for a lot of the fandom, they want to see the, the dire wolves again on screen because there haven't really been much of a ghost in anything. I think it's only Ghost and Nymeria left of the, of the original uh, direwolves. Could we have a nice direwolf at some stage? Mm. Well, we just talked about, like... I think so. Um, ...previous characters from previous seasons who died in the north. Oh, yeah. Coming back as whites. Welcome back, Tommy, by the way. Yeah. What, there for a minute. what do you think is going to happen in terms of how this battle in the north is going to materialise? I'm all for retreating. Just get the hell out of Winterfell. There's no point staying there. You're going to die. All of you are going to die. Get towards water. Like, when I, when I say get towards water, you, you mentioned the islands. And sorry, they're going on a tangent mm. here. I think they need to get to the neck. Because that way, you can shoehorn them into this area here. And this is where you want the battle to happen. Forget the settlement. Stop being so nostalgic and so sentimental about that town. There were greater things at risk here. Get them down to this area here. Narrow them in. With all this land around here, mm. it's, just, it's just too much. They can absolutely surround them. You can't get surrounded here. They're not going to go to the left. They're not going to go to the right. When you know where they're going to go, you've got the battle won. That's well, the thing I about it. They're they very will, predictable. I think they eventually will have to abandon the Winterfell. Mm -hmm. And we've already seen that, that Danny's in Dragonstone. And we've seen on the trail that Arya's running for the crypts. And we've seen in season two or three, when Tyrion uh, takes Winterfell, when he betrays the Starks, mm. he knew the way in. He could, he could breach the walls of Winterfell because there was a secret entrance through the crypts. So I think the battle will be lost. How many are going to be slaughtered? See... Did you expect to be off of that main, chart next we, week? And we spoke about... The I think I think well this I think it's pretty much sure that this this big battle doesn't happen until episode three so they've got a bit of they've got a bit of screen time left to go mm. and a bit of a few like storylines to tie up but um, I don't know who makes it out in the end from from the battle see these these are huge characters and so pivotal to the story that to kill them off in season three but somebody has to Absolutely. go doesn't yeah. somebody has to go I think Jorah he could be gone. Although, if he does make it, I think he... I don't know. Ah, yeah, but Jorah can go. Jorah can no go. No one's going to worry too much about Jorah this week. Ah, but he's, he's, a, he's a great character, isn't he? Jorah Mormon. But season three of the final season, Andy. I mean, all, all <laughs> bets are off. Yeah. Oh, sorry, episode three. Yeah. All, all, all bets are off. 
Like, it's not too soon for any of them. If they go in season one, if they kill Daenerys Targaryen in season one, I don't episode care. Episode one. Episode one. I think she'll episode come one. Back. I keep saying season. I think he's gone. Grey Worm is dead. I think he's. I don't think he's got any. I think you saw him getting a kiss from. Yeah, and that's it. Missandei. Yeah. The kiss. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, that's that's serious. Your story's over. You know, you've had a great run. So you think you he's the most the greatest warriors, the greatest army commanders there Lord, was. Lord but Varys. you're gonna go down doing something well. Varys has been seen hiding in the crypts with women and children. I think he's getting. I think he's getting the boot as well. I think the way Littlefinger he's, went. He's, he's not a character through. who we yeah. talked about in the last two seasons. He's been completely kind of. He's a cockroach. He's gone. I no. mean, he was brilliant at the start, and he was, he was like, sensational. Like, he, like for the first four or five seasons, how he manipulated everybody, and he was basically the whole reason. The whole like him and Littlefinger, although they didn't work together, you know, that he kind of kept the whole thing going. You know, yeah. like the kind of put political manipulation, put everything in into motion. Yeah. He's asleep. Okay, so it's. I was just about to bring up that term, political manipulation. He's gonna die. He's gonna die because. Do you think he's a sleeper for the throne? No, Sa- not for the Sande, throne. Uh, oh, Melisandre. She predicted it in season seven. She said, "I have to come back to this con- this this land because I'm going to die, as will you." So he, we'll just say he's not, he's not going to make it out anyway. Well, I think he's a perfect candidate for hand of the king or queen. Yes, and I think it might happen. There will be he political intrigue good, at some but... point, and we know what's going to happen here: the battle of the brothers, Tyrion versus Jaime. Who is going to betray who? Who who can take the potential betrayal and manipulate it for their own self gain? Varys, the cockroach, is the perfect candidate for that. I don't know. I think he's getting the boot. I think there's too much happening. I think he's had his time in the sun. Just because I haven't read this theory on Reddit doesn't make it any less uh, valid. <laughs> I want to see that. that you want to see Clear Game Ball. You want the Hound to yeah, make that it. That has to happen. You want to see it? that. It's been so, like, we were waiting for it and, like, it'll be criminal if we don't get that. Yeah, with know, our friend, half Thor Bjornsson. Yeah, it has to be some of that. Right, so who's going to die in the Clear Game Ball? Who's, I think, I think, th- I think they'll both die. Right. I think they'll both be You can gone. throw the hound into the sea as well with Grey Worm and Varys. This is, this is, so end of the season, this is, this is like the end of the season, who's, who's still left? Who's yeah. still left alive? That's a, I'd say he's gone. Night King. Night King's going to die. He's not, can't win it. He can't win the end. He can't, well, you guys can, like, oh. you can have your own board, but this is my board. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we can make a chart, okay? Yeah, we'll have yeah. our prediction. Who's going to sit the Iron Throne? For me, I think Sansa is the perfect leader, and she will sit the Iron Throne I'm, in the end. I'm in your boat th- there. I'm she's with you. gone. He's definitely gone. I think. So that's Cersei, that's Euron gone. Bron. Bron gone. He's gone. He's gonna, gone. He's gonna die. He's gonna redeem himself, doing something heroic. You save someone. Be, yeah, that'll be the end of him. He'll bottle it again. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's gone. Gone. Breen is gone. This is a brutal season. Daenerys is gone. It has to be though, doesn't it? Did John, he? I think John survives, and maybe he become he maybe retreats back to, to watching the North and just broods right. away in the North because he loves. Nice watch. He's Are you leaving Melisandre in there. She's gone. She says she's already dead. Yeah, he's Jorah's gone. Arya, I think she might survive and eventually sail west. Yeah. You know, see what's west of Westeros. She's already mentioned that in season four or five. Bran. Does Bran even exist? He might have. I don't know what else is going to happen to Bran. But she, you've already thrown him into the sea. He is the I Night think, King. No, he's <laughs> going to be up here. He's going to be up here. He's going to go back to the lands of always winter and uh, get, sit under the tree and become the free eyed raven. Okay. Then? Tyrion and Sansa get married. <laughs> no, I'm joking. There, there is, that could happen. That could happen. Okay. It will be a twist. Back, to, think, back to where they were like. Davos is dead. I, don't, I think Davos stays with John. Do you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Sam and Gilly will. will I don't know. I'm sure they Maybe they'll, they'll move down and take go back to their house down here in. Maybe they'll go to Old Town 
uh, and stay there with and become maces. And Sam, see, there's this theory that Sam will, Sam will, um, the end, the final, the final scene will be Sam writing. The final scene will be a book turning over, and it'll be the Sam West, and Sam will be the author. Of, of this whole story. This was just been like a whole retelling of a story. Oh my God, oh, that no, would be iconic. Don't tell me that. <laughs> just to reiterate, so the only survivors are going to be Bran, John, Davos, Arya, who sails west. Then in King's Landing, you're going to have Sansa, you're going to have Tyrion, and then you're going to have the two folks down Sandy below. Gilly down below. Arya. God, that's, that's a slaughter, isn't it? I think, I the Arusa Sandy, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. We'll be playing this video back to you as yeah, the season progresses. Yeah, I think. I think. I think that's how 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 it go. I think. I think Danny will die sacrificing herself. Yeah. I don't think she'll ever take, sit the Iron Throne. I think that maybe her and John maybe have a baby, and and she will. That baby will live if if the Tyrion betrayal is false. That that baby will be, you know, fostered by Sansa and Tyrion to become the. The next ruler of, yeah. of, of, of Westeros. Okay, so that's where we're going to leave our update on the chart of Westeros for this week. Andy will be back every week to update that as the episodes go on by. Now, next we're chatting to Marco Donovan. I spoke to him before we came on air this afternoon and off the wall because he's been an extra in season seven, and we think he's going to play a part again in season eight of Game of Thrones. World champion Roar, Marco Donovan, how's it going? Not too bad. No, thanks for having me on. So we're very well, very well. We've just All been. Right. Uh, I guess uh, theorising about what's going to happen in the next series of Game of Thrones, a show you're very familiar with yourself. Um, we are, yeah, but sure, we can't give much away. So. Ah, well, why, 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 are you, why are you familiar with Game of Thrones, Mark? Tell us the story. Um, well, a few years ago there, um, uh, it was, they're filming for season seven, and so one of the girls, you know, Celita Perspora, she is yeah. the world champion in the women's single squad at the moment. So she is inside in town doing Pilates. And there's a girl in there whose fella was building a boat and he was looking for oars. And she, so your, your man's woman was telling Sunita about it. So the whole thing came back to us and um, we just put our uh, name forward for it and uh, they had to take mug shots and things like that and we looked old enough and raggedy enough and uh, and the rest is history you know at this stage so sorry somebody was making boats for the television show and Sunita knew them yeah. and put you in contact with him yeah so um, Sunita knew uh, the fella's uh, woman so like right. um, your man so there's two lads in Cork and they were uh, building the boat so it was a hand, hand built boat uh, for set Right. Oh, sure. There's class altogether, yeah. So, is there, is there, like, there's obviously been plenty of scenes on the sea over the past couple of seasons on Game of Thrones. Is this core company actually building them en masse for Game of Thrones and for HBO? Um, no, they're only building a few off, off ones, like only one or two. Right, um, okay. But, like, it's, they'd probably build the very high quality ones where so there'd be different companies all over the place building uh, different boats, but, like, if it's going to be wrecked, they probably won't be asking these lads to build it. Yeah. Like these, these ones are made to last. Like. What, what sort of, uh, what side were you on? What, what uh, character were you playing, or who, whose uh, allegiance had you tied to? Um, in the in the episode that were, or in the episodes that were shown, I was a Stark guard. Right. Okay. So there's a bunch of lads from Cork, and we um, we went out. Uh, they flew us out. We we went out to Zumaya. So it's kind of Basque country there in northern Spain and a uh, lovely coastline and uh, yeah, it was fantastic like. 
What was oh, the love, lovely spot? What was the filming like, Mark? Um, so obviously, you're telling us you can't give anything away. Uh, there's non-disclosure agreements. It must have been pretty att- intense. Um, the filming was it? Well, it's long days, you know. Um, <clears throat> like when we're on, when you're on set, you could be on set for twelve hours. Uh, like you're a long time at it, but other days might be short, and it depends what what way you fit into the kind of current um, the current screen or whatever. So. Uh, different people might have a half day and different ones might have a full day so uh, some of the times we were there is 12 hours and um, then after that uh, you might be on a shorter half day it, it depends what they're doing but sure I suppose we're the dogs and just being worked hard and then uh, the, the big movie stars then they'd be uh, they'd be in and out for a few minutes stepping in and sure they have the life of luxury don't did, you, they? did you get talking to them? Um, are they keep to themselves to be fair sure they don't want to be annoyed by fans either you know <laughs> well, what, but like to be fair if you're if you're a world champion on set as well you probably keep to yourself oh yeah sure I suppose I didn't want to talk to them more than any well, exa- exactly <laughs> uh, how much do you actually know Mark I know you can't tell us anything but how much do you actually know of the new season yeah, yeah. season 8 nothing nothing so what, what's, what sort of scenes were you filming then Oh, I can't tell you that. <laughs> so, they, whatever happened in the scene, it doesn't actually tell you, you don't actually know from what happens, from what you were doing, what the outcome of that scene is or anything? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Sure, um, <clears throat> like it, it's, I suppose there's spoilers everywhere and everyone's trying to keep it on the wrap, so, but like we actually don't, we have no idea. So, what episodes have you appeared in so far? Because I might go back and actually have a look at this. Well, if you uh, watch it, you probably know. <laughs> it's, uh, it was it, it'd be hard to miss, miss me, a, my nose sticking out of a helmet. <laughs> we, had a couple of, we had a couple of images there, I think. Um, when he goes season seven, episode three. Right, okay. I didn't uh, See, I didn't know about this, Mark. So if I'd known at the time, I might have kept a closer <laughs> eye out for it. Do you know Mark has uh, on his Twitter bio, uh, what is on it? World, actor, World hashtag GOT. Over, yeah, actor, hashtag GOT. You're not keeping an eye on it, close yeah. It was Adrian Barry who, uh, who put us in contact with oh, There you are. Yeah, you can see there in the background. God, that's that's I, a. I can't know, but sure. No, Mark <laughs> tweeted. Yeah, Mark tweeted those photos out. It's a fierce look you've got going on there, Mark. You like... know, I, I was working it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a blue steel look. I I know. I was hoping to get a contract afterwards, but <laughs> nothing, nothing ever came out of it. Is this uh, is this something you 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 really enjoyed? Is it something you want to keep doing in the future? Oh, absolutely. Sure, we had the time of our lives. Eric, you know, it's great crack and. Um, it was long the days you're working, but sure, like you got, we were going away to nice uh, destinations and stuff. I suppose it's somewhere, something similar to the rowing. You're always going away somewhere, somewhere pretty good. Um, but like when you're when you're worked, you work hard. Is it just so, the, the the Basque country you were brought to outside of? Like, did they shoot scenes up in, in Northern Ireland as well? Um, yeah, we went up there as well for a little bit, uh, but that footage was never used in the end. Right. Okay. So it's like yeah, those. Uh, it's too good. <laughs> like those scenes that we never see. Um, and Mark, uh, like you, obviously you're a fan as well. Like uh, we're doing the show with Andy Lee, and his level of obsession is through the roof. Did we, when did you start watching it? Have you have you been keeping an eye on it the whole time? Um, since day one, yeah. When it, when it came out, I, I I never read the books now or anything like that. Um, but I got into the TV show, and uh, yeah, it's just it was a great opportunity. Um, I, like I suppose we. When we, when I first found out about it, I didn't realise we we're going to get a, a few pounds for it. And then, because um, the company brought us on, they 
they uh, paid us thankfully so a lot of um, extras wouldn't get anything and I was happy to do it for free you know so um, uh, I suppose we don't want to be saying that at all too much <laughs> we'll cut that scene out um, <laughs> what, uh, what do you think is going to happen? oh Christ I couldn't tell you and I, I don't want to be uh, saying anything Din as well because I'll probably get everyone fired for being on this anyway <laughs> Uh, listen, the best look. What, what is there? Do you know what episode we should be keeping an eye out for in this season? Are you going to become more? Uh, no, no I, clue. I, I don't know. No clue. No, no clue. idea. It's no unbelievable idea. the intrigue and the secrecy around it all. It's actually amazing how to keep this stuff under wraps. Yeah, geez, you, you got probably got a few lessons in terms of keeping your cards close to your chest. Yeah, I, I suppose uh, when we um, you you learn from your lessons, you know. He sounds like uh, a, I got a, I got a good old bollocking over in Spain there at one stage. Oh yeah, why so? Ah. Uh, there's um there's a rowing club there I was training out of in Zumaya and in the bios there's a couple of lads in in Zumaya as well who are in a different scene or just the same scene but they're in a different boat you know and um, they're like local rowers of um, of that club it's kind of a coastal rowing it's it's kind of specific to the northern countries uh, northern counties or whatever a region in Spain and uh, I probably said a few things I shouldn't have and. Uh, yeah, it didn't go out well. <laughs> well but listen, it, it, it all got capped out before anything went out. <laughs> listen, Mark, you've given us absolutely nothing in terms of secrets, but it's been great to hear about your Game of Thrones acting career. Very best of luck with it with any future opportunities, and great to chat to you. Thanks very much. Be good. Mark O'Donovan there speaking to us about uh, his appearances in Game of Thrones in the background. I'm not sure if you spotted him. Uh, we're just going to finish up uh, with a few comments. Uh, Paul Nealon on Twitter says, Andy Lee, yeah, the boxer has a Game of Thrones podcast series on Off the Ball called Off the Wall. First episode out tonight. Yeah, you read that right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, Luke Macken on YouTube says, fantastic lads, bring on the next few weeks. Uh, Joseph Burke asks, is this show about a gnome? Uh, Joy the Lips uh, 9618 or 96 sorry Joy the Lips 96 says Drogon is larger and stronger than the other dragons in episode 4 when Bronn fired an arrow at Drogon he was somewhat impaired but the, this did not kill him also Drogon was grounded when Daenerys arrived at the lake while Viserion and Rhaegal burned the whites from above it was the impact that killed Viserion not the ice spear which just impaired his flight hence the optimal course of action for the Night King was to target one of the airborne dragons interesting theory Joey the Lips 96 Somebody got back to him I think fair yeah. point it's a fair point Patrick MG 16 says I think you're giving the writers way too much credit and Joey the Lips 96 has been back in touch to say I don't this is perfectly reasonable perhaps the Night King wanted a dragon and not to kill a few meaningless foot soldiers in the war Danny and John's crew like he hardly cares if they live or die is well he knows who John is because they've had a few face offs now especially yeah. at hard home where there was that long stare down, it was like, come at me, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, come on. That was unreal. Yeah, so he knows who John is, you know, and he knows he's something special because he's, he's killed a White Walker now. And uh, This really is the first time that, you know, the books are kind of, they're gone now, we're ahead of the books. Mm. There hasn't been any real leaks or episodes dropping early. It's the first time really that we're not fully sure what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, we'll see how many of these predictions come true. Final point, and I want your answer to both of this. Who is, personality-wise, who is the coldest character in Game of Thrones? And I think it's a tie for the top. I know who you're going to say. Uh, I the think coldest? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna say Bra uh, Bran and yeah. Arya. I'm going to say Bran and the Night King. That <laughs> stare off, remind, who was the only other person who could stare at John like that in the Night King and Hardhome? <laughs> Bran. And that is why Bran is the Night King. 
You mean yeah. lifeless, soulless, soulless, um, kind of uh, become a goth. Has listened <laughs> way too much uh, goth music. Oh, whatever. For his teenage years. What, what do you expect? Well, exactly. <laughs> He's going through a pretty uh, difficult time in his life, as is the Night King. The Night King is going through puberty. Everybody. <laughs> climate changed last week, and now he's going through puberty. <laughs> what do you reckon? It's, uh, look, we're, it's, as, it's as valid as any other theory. Bran being the Night King. But who do you reckon is the coldest character? The Night King. The Night King. So you're not talking most psychotic, sickest. You're talking coldest, emptiest. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Lacking in empathy. Yeah. Like, like Ramsey Bolton. What are you talking well, about? Well, he's dead. Okay, Ramsey's dead. Um, he probably was, though, the... He liked sickest. his dogs, though. He was the sickest. He liked dog. his dogs, yeah. He did, didn't he? <laughs> he fed them well. Um, I don't know, like, Arya is such a, an interesting one. She's just been muttering names since season one. Cersei's pretty... Cersei's pretty uh, Cersei loved Marcella, didn't she? Yeah, but now, like, now, at this, this perfect, like, point... She's yeah, gone like, mad. Especially if, if, if the baby... If, I hate this even mention the word if she has a miscarriage you know mm -hmm. I know we're talking about fictional characters here but you feel like it's not you don't even feel comfortable yeah. saying that no I get, I get you I get but, you um, then she, I think she'd be completely gone I think she'd be completely lost or irredeemable yeah the mad uh, queen would be fully would formed she'd just burn them all you know completely now with wildfire That's something like that saying. is going to happen isn't it yeah that, if the north can get, some, get their hands on some wildfire all bets are off and I guess you can smuggle us the person who's trying to smuggle his sister out of King's Landing. Theon Greyjoy yeah, is Greyjoy. going to smuggle Well, that was Seagrass as a smuggler. Maybe, they, maybe they'll get the idea. Yeah. You know. Maybe they'll have to, like... There was a leaked photo of John at King's Landing talking to Cersei. I know this is late in the game, but yes. <laughs> there was a leaked photo of John and Cersei talking in the Ravnik. Um, now, whether that was a fake scene because the photo was, wasn't released, but it was leaked. Yeah. So... Maybe after the after they retreat and go to uh, Dragonstone, John says, "Look, I have to go and try one more time with Cersei." And then they say, "Like, maybe he says Jamie's dead, Tyrion's dead. You know, the Vikings killed them both. Hmm. Give us the give us the wildfire." God, well, uh, they, might, down, you know? they might end up in King's Landing anyway, to be fair. They might have retreated all the way down from Winterfell. That might be, it, it seems like a, a fairly big ploy to fly Kit Harrington to Croatia just for the sake of skewing us. But stranger things have definitely happened. Yeah. I don't know. We'd love to hear your theories. You can tweet us at Off The Ball. You can comment on the YouTube stream or on the Facebook stream. If you're watching, you've been watching Off The Ball. Uh, with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland. One last oh, point, Tommy. Well, when we're back next week, guys, it's, you know, it's going to be episode one. It's going to be over. Yeah, no, reaction no. to episode one. We want to hear your reaction. Here on Tuesday next week that's after not, episode one. Everyone, like, walk very carefully when you're going down the road. Do not, like, you know what I mean? Do not take any undue risk because we want to make it through this season. Absolutely. Like, the world's been around for 4.5 billion years and we're lucky enough to live in the short window of like Game of Thrones. I really just couldn't put it on a better, more romantic note than that. Phenomenal. Uh, lads, thank you very much. As I said, this has been with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland. Off the wall, back next Tuesday.